It's okay. Welcome back to Let's Talk Literature. Oh, let's talk lit. Lit. Sorry, I'll get it. Cool. Okay, so I'm Gertrude. And I'm Kelly. And we are here with our first book. Um, it's my choice. It's called Children of Blood and Bone. Very heavy on the title, but so good. Yeah, so great. But tell me, Adeyemi. I hope I'm saying that right. I'm so sorry, tell me. We love you. I really appreciate your work. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Um, before we get into it, let's talk some backstory. Um, how did we even get here? Um, in terms of podcasts or in terms of book? In terms of book, we started with genres, right? Yeah, we started with genres. We were trying to figure out what people like the most. And I think a very heavy hitter has been fantasy lately. And it's also like holiday season. We wanted to do some magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to do some escapism from reality. So we went with fantasy. Um, kind of my idea with choosing this book mm-hmm. is I feel like a lot of books in the fantasy realm are very, how you say, like, very white. <laughs> um and just like not a lot of space for people of color. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure um, that the book that I chose uh, came from somebody uh, with, a back, oh, with a similar background to me, somebody of color. Um, and it's even cooler that it's somebody of West African origin because I'm also from West Af- I also have West African origin. So I thought it would be a great way to kind of open up our podcast and my pick and kind of give you a view of who I am and kind of where I'm going at this from. Anyway, so Kelly, take it away. What did you think? Um, really quick, pause. Um, if you guys hear some background noises, it's definitely Joshu's cat. Uh, I definitely agree that fantasy is very white. As a white person, I can say this. Um, <laughs> you know, whatever. Where's the proof? Picture it didn't happen. Um, very white. And this book, was definitely very beautiful and deep rooted in West African culture, and I enjoyed it immensely. And um, it it lets it be known that there are social issues that kind of mirror um, real life issues. Although it is fantasy and it is definitely not real life, you can tell how it mirrors and like where the author gets her inspiration for a lot of the stuff. Um, it was very easy to get into from the beginning. I don't know. Like, it's just so good. Her writing is really good. Automatically, like, no spoilers, but you just understand that these main characters are, as with fantasy, you understand that these main characters are on a quest, and they need, they have places to go, things to do, people to see. Mm-hmm. If I stutter a lot, it's because I'm a little nervous. Um, I'm just waiting for the alcohol to kick in, honestly. <laughs> but... We will have a section where we actually talk about like the ending to the book, and we'll tell you when that is. It's going to be at the end, so don't worry about spoilers or anything if you really want to read it. It is the first in a series. I don't know how many books are in this series. I think she's coming out with another one. Yeah, I think there's supposed to be three books in total or something like that, but they do have a second book out. It leaves you on a wicked cliffhanger, which we'll get into later. A very wicked cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. Very, very angry wicked. Before we go any further, we are um, drinking as well. We're doing yep. some Midori Sours. Um, With some edible glitter in there. Yeah, some green glitter. We want to feel very majestic, very fantastical. Fantastical. That was the word I was going to use. Great. But I didn't want to pronounce it incorrectly. It's 
No, we're all, we're all here. We're we're all enjoying. We're all learning. Um, yeah. So that's what we're drinking. And feel free oh. to uh, disregard that. Yeah, we're on my MacBook, so yeah. So kind of hear a lot of stuff. Feel free to grab a drink with us. Get cozy. Um, and then if you have the book, you can. If you're drinking a coffee, just put some vodka in there. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can follow along with us. Um, tequila. I don't like tequila. Tequila and coffee. I don't know what pairs best with coffee in the morning. I don't know. Maybe Maybe that's not a question I should be asking. Yeah. Um, Anyway, do I want to start with analysis or what should I start with? Um, Anything. So like... uh, Our podcast will also have more structure to it as you go forth. You know, this is just us trying this out. Exactly. Um, So we talked about the different elements of fantasy... Like the quest, mm-hmm. uh, the good versus evil, mm-hmm. um, the magical creatures. So these are all different elements that were also in this book. I think we should probably start with a good summarization, um, a basic like plot synopsis, okay, or like getting some sort of idea. So if people are interested in mm-hmm. reading, they can kind of know what they're getting into, mm-hmm. and then we can go further into like. Spoilers, but we will, of course, tell you. We will tell you if this is something you want to read. Which, like, I do have friends who want to read it. I took it out, and they were like, "They're like, oh, that's that book. I want to read that book so fucking bad. I don't know if I can cuss on this. I think I can. Yeah, you can. I can. They were like that fucking book. We love her. (laughs) And I was like, hell yeah, great. Um. So basically, plot summary. Um, I just popped my knuckle. By the way. Uh, plot summary, it's after this war. They call it the raid, basically. Yeah. And it's just these people living their lives after that. They kind of live, they live in a... Um, it's like 14 years or something like that? After? 11. 11? Because she's 17 and her, she, it was, she was 6 when it happened. So it was 11 years. But basically they live kind of, I mean it's a monarchy, but it's definitely like a, like a dictatorship. I don't really know what to tell you like the king rules with an iron fist for Mm -hmm. sure it's kind of place they raise taxes like every week like (laughs) terrible people can barely keep up and um the main character zaylee she is um what is called a magi or a diviner because she has has it reach her full potential just kidding um so (laughs) she's a diviner she was born with this beautiful, like, silver-white hair, which is the mark of a diviner. Basically a mark that you've been, like, chosen by the gods. Mm-hmm. Um, and diviners are basically, like, second-class citizens, if even that. They're, like, barely anything at all in this society. Marginalized, oppressed people. Yeah, and um, they are, like... I don't know how to describe it. They're just not seen as real people. Mm-hmm. They are supposedly very, very beautiful. Of course, their hair is all gorgeous and all of that. But the reason that they're treated like this is because they've been touched by the gods, chosen by the gods. They, they have this immense power in their history that comes from the gods. But the king says, no, no, no. That's disgusting. That's not real. But then also, uh, to be fair, mm-hmm. you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Okay, Spider-Man. No, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
clearly like a lot of the descendants of these people probably didn't use their powers for the yeah. best of you know for the best that's very true and that's where the king's like issues come from yeah and that's where the division of the people were because you know um they get into it in the book yeah about why you know about why people started becoming more selective with who or why the gods started becoming more selective about who gets powers or not mm-hmm. but you can assume that like maybe not all magi were like the best mm-hmm. with their powers and so that kind of caused a rift or a division between the um, the diviners or the magi and then the Kosidan people. Anyway, which are going. just regular. Those people. are just regular the regular de- kingdom people. And like anybody can come from like a regular regular life, but like it's it's basically like it's descendants, right? Like because Zaley's mom was a diviner. Well, the diviners. Are the Magi people, but yeah. they, they're diviners at first, and then when they turn thirteen, 13 yeah. then they then they. But it's it's always inherited through family, or is it just completely random? It's like, inherited. It's it's inherited through family, okay. but it is random as well because Zelian like and her 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 brother, you know, they're from the same family. Her brother's of course not a diviner, yeah, and then Zelian's a diviner, and then once yeah. they have the ability to, um, they have magical, that hair. One, once they have the when they turn thirteen, then they become magi. But basically, they in Zaylee's world as a seventeen year old, they haven't had that since like she was six when just magic, suddenly it just went away. The, the magic, magic went away. The magic went away. Society got really tough. The bond was broken. The bond was broken. But yeah, and so it's really tragic. And Zaylee's just trying to survive. The days and you know she lost her mom at that young age and her family just already seems broken from the start mm-hmm. uh, like as you go you learn a lot more about her family history as well as other people who have kind of dealt with the same fate as her mm-hmm. um, but you just know life's been pretty tough for even people who aren't diviners like it's just if you're not upper class the noble or a merchant basically eat the rich let's talk about eat the rich. <laughs> <laughs> then you definitely don't have shit, for sure. And that's what's really hard about reading this book, is there's a lot of suffering that happens in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, but when you get to the parts where, like, they fight back, no no spoilers, that shit's just icing on the Chef's kiss. Chef's freaking kiss, man. Okay, so, like, to kind of, like, to kind of put this in a little bow, so that's what it's about. It's about to say, at least she's a main character. Um, centers around her, her brother, and um, some nobles. The the princess of uh, the kingdom. Yeah, the like basically evil king's daughter. Yeah, and then the her brother, Just, who's the prince of the kingdom. Yeah, and he's fitted to be king. the king. Yeah, and so they basically go on a quest to restore the magic, the bond between the people and the gods. And there's some hijinks along the way. Definitely some traitors in the mix. There's some tragedy. There's some laughs. Definitely some laughs. Um, This book was written very strong. Oh, yeah. Just very strong, very real and raw. Um, And then also waste no time. It kind of just jumped straight into action. Like, when I had to reread the first chapter, because I read it, and I was like, I don't know who these people are. I don't know who Zaylee is. I don't know who Mama Agua is. I don't 
I don't know what this school is. I don't know why these people are fighting Yemi, who called her a maggot. Oh, my like, gosh. Oh, gosh. She was so annoying from the beginning. Ugh. That slur was like, woo, okay, yeah. wait, hold on a minute. But yeah, so basically, like, diviners are called maggots. They're, yeah. That's the slur that they use. Um, very disgusting. Basically telling them that they're worth shit. Yeah. But I feel like we've, we've done a, like, a good summary because I kind of can't hold on anymore. No, I, we're basically going to talk about the book. Um, like, the actual plot. But, so analysis. Like I said, she writes very, very well. There, there are parts where I feel like they could have been touched on more, where there needed to be more development in the story. Are we getting into spoiler now, or just overall? Um, I mean, it's definitely spoiler. If you've read the book, you might understand what I'm talking about when it comes to relationships, whether it comes to familial relationships or romantic relationships. Oh no, are there romantic relationships? I don't know. But, I definitely feel like there were parts in the book that something was happening and it was going wrong along very nicely like and just the quest and then suddenly it, went. it was abandoned like yeah and then we were like a hundred steps over that in a place where we didn't need to be yeah that makes no sense whatsoever i feel like the first 300 pages of the book were so strong and then i look maybe she thought like Okay, we need to get to the end. Yeah, and the book is pretty, it's 526 pages. Yeah. The end started running. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Yes. It, where did we... There, along the quest, like in a quest, when you read a book about a quest, watch a movie about a quest, there are certain stops along the way. Um, and the first couple stops in the book were pretty well um, described. Is it the word? They, they, like, there was so... There's so much detail. There was detail... Um, and you felt the, like, even though it was really long, you felt the urgency in it. Yeah. And then my, my biggest thing, Kelly knows, I do this with movies too. Oh, yeah. When it's about the world I can't watch a movie with her. of a story, I just need it to be very solid. Oh, yeah. Like, with, like, rules and, like, yeah. and, like, things. And it was so well done. Like, the origins were well told. Mm -hmm. There was backstory. There was development. Absolutely. There was things that made sense. It didn't skip there was from tragedy. They wouldn't skip from zero to a hundred. And that's what I need when it comes to fantasy. I just need the mm -hmm. world mm -hmm. to be mm -hmm. solid. Mm -hmm. I need it to make sense. And I feel like she did a good job doing that. But then the end. But then like character development. Like especially towards the end, it was just like towards the end, it was just like we need to hurry up and go. No disrespect to the author, Tommy. Like. It was still kids, great. Still so beautiful. We loved it. Personal opinion is that it did feel kind of rushed. It was definitely still powerful. The whole, like, no spoilers, the whole um, maybe last, like, 50 pages. Um, when they're, we're just, we're reaching that point towards the resolution. It's just, it feels like you're watching a movie mm -hmm. when you get into a book like that. I don't know if a lot of people feel that way. It's like you're watching... Avengers, if you're in a Marvel movie and you're watching the portal scene and fucking Black Panther comes out and they're all alive and you're yeah. just losing your goddamn mind over that shit. Yeah, Avengers Assemble. <laughs> <coughs> you're losing your shit because of that. That's what it feels like when you read a book that gets that point in that caliber where you just, it's like that moment when Peter says, for Narnia and Chronicles of Narnia and you're fucking 10 years old and you're about to cry because that's the most powerful thing you've ever seen as a 10 year old on the movie screen. Yeah. If that relates to anybody, I don't know if it does. Um, I swear I get it. Thank you. 
<laughs> but I just, it just, it felt very powerful, that whole ending scene. scene. And can you tell them a little tipsy? I don't know. But there were just, in terms of character development, I felt like some characters were a little bit more ignored. Like, main characters were a little bit more ignored than others. And there was just some random action that didn't go along with the thought process that occurred beforehand. So, can I, is it spoiler if I talk about, like, who has powers and shit? Yeah, it is spoiler. I feel like, at this point, because we've done a solid analysis, we can also come back at the end and, like, add more to it. But I feel like this is a very good point. Mm-hmm. To like pause and say spoiler warning. Spoiler so warning. If you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna um, read this book, you should probably stop listening to this yeah. now. Because I have feelings. Or if you're like Joe too, and you definitely Google a movie before you watch it, you can keep listening. Yeah, you can keep listening. Because I have feelings, and you're gonna be able to tell my feelings. Yeah. So spoiler. Spoiler. Alert. Spoiler alert. Okay, we're back. Yeah, we're back after some attempts at trying to come back. Um, I don't know how much time has passed and how, you know, we paused it and we're restarting. Um, Spoiler. Okay, so we're going to talk about some things that we had issues with with character development. Again, if for some reason an author or a friend of the author ever sees us, we love you. You're beautiful. Beautiful book. So good. Don't sue us. This personal opinion, please. She won't. She won't. She's great. First Amendment. Uh, but okay, let's a little dangerous. <laughs> a little dangerous, girl. Okay, let's talk. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Um, so there are some relationships in the book that, like, I was, I kind of was gung ho about it if it was done correctly. So Zaylee is related to Zane, and Amari is related to Inan. 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 I'm sorry. Okay. Um, and basically, a relationship forms between. Zaylee and Anon, and kind of between Amari and Zane, even though it's not, like, it's not super fleshed out. Fleshed out. But also, I was more gung-ho about that. That. It was It was, it was sweet. It was so sweet. Like, he, you could tell, like, he cared about her. He wanted to make sure. And just the most subtle of ways, which is what I really love about her writing. It was yeah. just the little things that Zane did for her, making sure she was warm, just joking with her. Yeah, being like, Zaylee, calm down. Like, you're being a lot. Like, yeah. especially towards the beginning, Zaylee was, like, kind of really annoying. But she, she redeems herself, sort yeah, of, slightly. I, Amari also redeems herself a lot. Like yeah. you think you really think that she's just this little princess who's not going to do anything, and then you find out you find out that like her dad has scarred them a lot, yeah, metaphorically and physically. Physically, yeah. Um, so she's a lot tougher than she looks, but basically the biggest relationship, which I did see coming, is between Daily and Anon. Like I can return see it. to sender, give it back. <laughs> Listen, nobody needed w- this. It would have been good if it had been flushed out more. No, Chris, okay. Boop, boop, boop. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. Da, da, da. And on trash. Okay, yes. Point blank okay. period. But oh okay, God. he is, and I think she does a really good thing at making him trash because when they do get together, he's still kind of. Betrays her. No, but even you can still tell that he's not completely on her side. So it's not like, 
It's not like a fucking Frozen thing where, like, Hans and Anna are about to kiss, and Hans is like, if only somebody loved you. It's not like that. I hated that you made that Frozen <laughs> reference. <laughs> I am! Sorry. It's like, um, you could tell that he wasn't completely on, his si- on their side. He just, you know, wanted... To get in that thing, girl. You just wanted all that. Like, mess. he didn't, like, I didn't was, say that. There was just no rhyme or reason. He was just so whiny. Yeah. The whole time, he yeah. was, he was my least There were no character. characteristics that would make you think, oh, I like this guy. Like, like just, no, the only, like, I could tell that it was going to be a thing from the very beginning, because when they have their first encounter, he, the author does a really good job of in his point of view, describing, like, her striking resemblance and her hair and her physique and her beautiful skin and just how she, like, even though she looked determined and ready to, like, kill him, basically, if she had to, he was still mesmerized. Yeah, but, like, she also, like, she also said it, like, in a non-point of view from a point of disgust. Mm -hmm. But, like, the whole time, like, he was just, But it was just how he, how... I don't want to use the word entranced, but, like, he was, he was so, just so focused on her. Stuck and engulfed in, like, yeah, everything it, she was. Even when he was like, I need to kill her. He was so focused on her in a way that I knew that it was going to be a romantic thing. But then the way, obviously, if you are if you don't get context clues like that, or if you're somebody who kind of skims through a book, or it doesn't focus hard on the details mm-hmm. in between the dialogue... You're not gonna catch that. Also, like, like what I what I was most upset about in that turn, like that, like kind of like point, or in that part of the book, yeah, is that the way they kind of yada yada the 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 yada yada the work that you need to do to build a relationship, like with magic. That was like the only thing. Oh like, yeah, it was like their bond was supposed to come from the fact that they were literally inside each other's heads. Other than the fact that, like, they need to, like, they need to, like, talk to each other and, like, relate. And, like, he needs to stop being an ass. He literally was like, I'm disgusted. And then the next dreamscape, he was like, ugh, I just want to, just want to get in that. That's my girl. (laughs) That's who she is. I just want to stick my tongue in her mouth. Like, literally. And he does that. like, nauseous. And he does that. And Zane's like, what the fuck is happening, girl? He literally tried to kill you. Like, last time I saw him, he tried to kill you. No, we're not doing that. And then, like, now he has her up against a tree. And also, he can read her thoughts. And she can't do shit. Exactly. That's... What about consent? <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like that's very invasive. He was like... She was like, it's not fair that you can read my thoughts. I don't know what you're thinking. And he's like, you want to know what I'm thinking? And then he puts her up against a tree. I literally hated that. <laughs> I threw my book He's like, this is what I'm thinking. So fast. Ugh. I was like, return to sender. We didn't need this. It was so good without having to add the romance there. And then it was also like, for what? Like, he was such an awful character. Like, even if he wanted to be a bad guy, like, he couldn't be a bad guy. But he was so good at, like, he was so bad at being a good guy. Because yeah. even he though he was, he was just awful all the way around. Like, right. Like, he, like, he felt bad that they were killing these people. He was burning he was down like, villages. Duty before self. Oh, duty my God. Self. He was killing these people because he didn't have a backbone. They'd be like, do you want us to kill these people? He'd be like, no. I feel so bad. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's alcohol. But I agree with what you're saying. 
He keeps feeling bad, but he's not doing anything. Yeah, he's about not it. doing anything to stop it. And then it. she deadass gets like she deadass gets kidnapped by her, his father, and he writes Maggie on the on the back on her back like burns it into her skin, and she's like a inch away from death, an inch, and he's like I don't know what to do, y'all. And then he's like, he like barely helps. <laughs> Barely. He's like, barely. literally, everyone's gone. And he's like, okay, let's go, let's go. And he's then like, the other, like, the other people, the other diviners come in and they're yeah. like, no, we're going to fuck this shit up. We're going to save her. And then the betrayal. The, the where he takes Baba. When, no. 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 I did not see that coming and that hurt my soul. And then that when he tricks me. her to destroy the, look here. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, first of all, why was he so good at magic? I don't. It's like the, okay. That's another thing. It's built up. Like you have to work for years and years to and like, years. To like, like Mama Alba had to like work forever and had to have. Even though these girls couldn't use their diviner power up until that point. Yeah. She treated them like they should know. Or and then she like damn no near died trying to do one vision. And he's like, Ooh, and then he's just like, I can do everything. Me. I am I the yada yada <laughs> of these powers. Literally, like, uh, it's me. Even though you were the protagonist, I'm gonna get in your mind and fuck your shit up. Literally, and like she's just minding her damn business, and he puts her in this fucking dreamscape, and she's like, "Oh, I'm naked. I'm naked. I'm in the water. Look at me. My hair's so pretty." Like I, I don't know. And also, that wasn't explained. There's never a moment where they explain one of the dreamscapes. Where like we go back to her point of view, and she yeah. never says anything about that dreamscape. So I didn't know if it was actually her or if he was seeing a vision of her. And he. I was so confused. Like, I feel like, okay. Maybe I read that wrong. Basically, if we're if we're putting right where right belongs, mm-hmm. <laughs> the part like the part the part where I'm mad is basically about Anand's character. I, I feel like I know how he got his power. He like okay no because they touched. He touched the scroll. He touched the scroll and. They do explain it that, like, the Kosidan people are magical. They did have magic. Their magic kind of went away before the Magi magic mm-hmm. went away. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they are magical beings. Is it like the gods decided? The gods decided to... those... Then not everybody should have magic powers. Yeah. Okay. Right? I didn't get that. Like, I, I remember them telling that story, but I didn't get that that was his issue. I thought his was a completely different issue. That... I just... It doesn't connect for me yeah the nobles and the nobles and the magi at one point everybody had powers Mm -hmm. right and then the gods started being more selective on who should have powers because it started becoming a thing and that created a class system where it was dangerous and it created a class system where at first the magi were on top because they had powers so of course they were abusing the normal people that didn't have powers and then so that caused at first the magi were like they were like gods they're like, oh, well, you guys were magical. They would like protect the villages and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then after like a select few started abusing their powers, then like they caused a lot of animosity, right? But the the nobles had lost powers long before. Yeah. And so I think that like they never explain why Anon specifically was like because Amari touched the scroll too. Okay, she touches so many freaking times, and it's not until the very end. That she has a white streak in her hair and the light's coming out of her, like... Okay, yeah, but, like, the end, that's very specific because the incantation 
that Zelly does is so powerful, she ends up giving everybody huh? 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 We're getting oh, into book two. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I didn't I didn't get that. That's why she That's said why she the last power. line she said her blood runs as cold as ice or something like that. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Because now, like, it's basically going to be like a civil war next oh, book. Because now shit. the okay. marginalized people have their powers back, but then also the oppressors have powers. Well, thank God the king's dead. Oops. Yeah. The king's dead, at least. That when Amari so killed her father, I was like, T. I was like, ch It yes. might be hard to be a T. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was like, it was like the dad was proud of him for a second. And he's written, even though you hate him, like, Anon is kind of written well to the point where you kind of. You feel his pain? No. No, listen. Return to sender. Listen. I don't Hold feel on. it. Hold on. You feel that there is... You understand why he's... You think he should... Okay. I think he should have made a choice a long time ago. But I understand with the family that he had and the way that he grew up that it's hard for him to change. But I think the moment he stepped foot in a village... And like realize how these people were living. He should have been like, oh, you know, maybe I should have. Maybe there's like a my disconnect dad. between like, what my dad is saying is reality. Yeah, these people are like, obviously suffering more than I thought. Exactly. But I mean, so at the beginning, I could understand it. Like, obviously, knowing where I come from, you know my background. Yeah. I understand why he feels like he needs his dad's approval and da 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 da. Um. So like, I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna kill a bunch of people for my father. I understand, like, he wants the approval of his family. He wants, you know. And also so just the work the dad did to, like, really mess their minds mm -hmm. up and, like, make them believe that, like, A, these people were garbage, these people were dangerous at the same time. these people are, like, time. in chains. Yeah. And they can't do anything about their lives. They're forced to be, be slaves, basically, because they can't pay off the debts that they keep giving them. Like, the dad was so crazy because the diviners were, like, on one hand, maggots, and then on the other hand, like, your worst enemy. Like, the yeah. biggest threat to, like, your Exactly, kingdom. and the only reason they weren't is because the king took away that power. Yeah. Um, that his family used to have as well. Um, and also, but anyway, so I love that moment when, for two seconds, his dad is like, oh, fuck yeah, you made her destroy the scroll. I'm proud of you, son. And then somebody's about to kill him. And so Anon is like, oh, let me save you. And he goes, ooh, and saves his dad. And his dad is like, what the fuck? You have magic? You're, you're, what <laughs> you're you? You're a dirty maggot. That's disgusting. Like, it was so fast. It was, I love that part. Um, And Amari killing her dad was just, Icing on the cake. Chef's kiss. A chef's freaking kiss, dude. But I also, I would have liked more um, detail on what happened between the king's family and that, like, his decision to stop all magic. Why? Like, I understand there are some people who had this power and they wanted to abuse it, so they yeah. killed his dad and they killed his first wife and his first kids. But, like, what was the reason? Why did they specifically target his family? Yeah. I don't know if they go into that in the they next don't. book. Well, yeah. We haven't read the next book. But that, that was never explained. But we know, like, the backstory for his hate. So but, it's like, like, King was just a god But then everybody, everybody who can is like, dude, calm down. These people are not. Like, yes, you had a really shitty experience. Obviously, we understand why you feel this way. But that doesn't speak for everybody literally doesn't speak for majority. 
doesn't speak for like 10%, 5%. Can we, can we talk about some theories? That I was seeing online. I'm gonna okay, now I'm gonna explain to you the Avatar comparison. Yes, I think our podcast should be like eighty percent spoilers. I think people should come here knowing that we've read the book. Yeah, and they should have read the book. Yeah, or at least want to know our personal thoughts on the book. Yeah, I think that's where it should be from now on. But anyway, keep going. Conspiracy theories. Not conspiracy theories, but or, there was a lot of um, there was a lot of. Um, kind of comparisons to Avatar, and I kind of saw it, but mm-hmm. I was like, y'all are not gonna compare this trash man Inan to my baby daddy Zuko, okay? Because oh, they compared him to Zuko. They were like trying to like because he was like the good and the evil fighting but within. When Zuko got good, he stayed. He stayed good, right? And Zuko was a little bitch. Anyway, yeah, he was for a lot. <laughs> For, for a, a lot time. of Avatar, he, he was very time. annoying. But then he started growing his hair out. And but then like, he fell he, like up. in Fasting Say, like he did that thing where he, like, we thought he was gonna be good, and then he switched. So maybe we haven't seen enough. Maybe in the second book, he's I'm, in the second book. Yeah, and not yeah. in the second book, but maybe in the second book, we're gonna see like a real one eighty. He's gonna be a great character mm-hmm. that we're going to appreciate from now on, and that's gonna be worthy of Zaylee's love. Maybe we haven't seen that because. You know, they did do that in Avatar where Zuko, like, he, like, you think he's going to be good, and you think he's going to switch sides, and then he, like, he, like, completely turns on them and ends up going back to the Fire Nation, and then when he's hearing his dad's crazy plan, then he's like, oh, and I made a mistake, and yeah. then that really was the catalyst for him to become good for real. Yeah. But I wouldn't, okay, so the only, here's some, like, dr- like similarities, which I saw that were valid. Um, I don't really see, like, um... Zaylee and like Aang being like toe to toe for protagonists as like similarities, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like the same thing where like the balance of the world hangs on the protagonist's shoulders, mm-hmm. and it's the protagonist's job to like you know free or like really like you know help to lift up the oppressed people, mm-hmm. right? Like Aang was like the, supposed to be the savior of the other kingdoms. Bill Zaley supposed to like bring back the restore the magic to the uh, magi class, and so that was that was one of the comparisons. But also, um, the nobility kind of oppressing the people mm-hmm. was similar because the Fire Nation was oppressing all of the other mm-hmm. uh, tribes. And then remember, like when they were trying, kind of like how the King Saran uh, slayed all of the 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 entire tribe of people. I can't remember the tribe's name. But you know the tribe that was um, in charge of like the, the God's connection? Oh, Centauros. Yeah, the Centauro tribe. Yeah. Like the Centauro clan. Yeah. I don't know if you pronounce that correctly. The, they were like in charge of like the connection of like the, the people yeah. to the gods. Yeah. And, and there so, was only uh, that one guy left. Yeah. Locked. And you know like I guess that guy would be Aang because like he took a journey away and then so like his entire people got slaughtered. In order to break that bond, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of similar to how, like, the Fire Nation, because the next Avatar was supposed to be an airbender, they go and kill all the air nomads just, you know, mm-hmm. for safety. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the Avatar was, like, not in the, not where he was supposed to be, so he didn't get killed, and so yeah. he comes back, right? So I feel like that was a lot of the, the comparison. I feel like there was a lot of, like, a strong desire um, to compare 
uh, Inan to Prince Zuko with the fighting of good versus evil mm-hmm. in him and like his ultimate desire to like want to be good, but he was brainwashed by his dad for so long to like harbor feelings of evil, mm-hmm. the duty before self, like Zuko's duty to the Fire Nation over it, like him thinking his personal decisions and stuff. So I try I think they try to make that comparison. Yeah. But like I said, my man's a non <laughs> he was trash. <laughs> There's return to sender. There was there was no redemption arc for Anon. He was trash. Whereas there was a redemption arc for um Azuko. Um, I guess another like difference was like Amari was good and like Azula was bad for like oh, sisters. Yeah. yeah. And then um, you know, there wasn't like quite the diverse crew like we had um in Avatar with our, our friends and then you know I'm but, like, not in Avatar. So. I mean, but I'm just giving you like the, yeah. the basic rundown. So that's yeah. why there was a lot of comparisons made. Yeah. So I saw where it was valid at some point and where I just, I felt like it differed vastly at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it, but then also like my man's, like my man Zuko was way better than this non-character mm-hmm. who is trash. Yeah. Just had to say that. Anyway, anywho. Um, next yeah. point. Definitely saw a theory where they compared um, King, the King to Thanos. So, yeah, I think Zane is definitely Captain America. Um, you saw that a theory is comparing this book to. Uh... No. <laughs> no. I was like, I, I didn't get that at all. No. Like, no. He, I don't see how he'd do Thanos at all. No. I think it was definitely Doctor Strange. I hate that bitch. No. I hate him. I don't like. The movie adaption of it. I'll say I don't. No. Was there any other point of the book where you were like, mm-hmm. what do you have on your little notes there? You know, I really liked the whole arena scene where she has to literally do blood magic to save her whole boat of people. Mm-hmm. I really thought that was crazy. Stuff like that really reminds me of just really famous quest books. Mm-hmm. Well, next week we'll be talking about the second series to Percy Jackson, The the Lost Hero. It reminds me of those a lot. Um, I just love the urgency. We've talked a lot about that. Um, I just loved it. It was just so powerful when all those people were like, oh, you're just here to, you know, we're all just going to die together. And they're like, no, we're going to develop a plan. We're going to save you. And those people were like, what do you need us to do? I love that. They were like, yeah, jump in. Literally. All um, hands on deck. Exactly. Literally. Um, I love the part where um, that final scene where Rowan's people come in. He like gets all the merchants. He gets all the new people that Zane's met. All these new names come forth within the last like 100 pages. 100 pages, yeah. And they, all, brand new. they all just come together. Literally Narnia fight scene. Crazy beautiful. Love it. Um, I did not like the people who, the tribe that lived by Gombe. Um, they were run by Zoo. I, mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked them. I liked that there was this whole village of like diviner people who did not have powers, but they lived away from the city, so they didn't have to deal with all the bullshit. They didn't have to deal with the, they didn't have to be stalkers. They didn't have to be laborers. You know, they didn't have to. Um, 
deal with the suffering that those people were involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't like how it how it started, how they met, I think. I think it was kind of dumb. Yeah. But they were, like, really, like, ragtag kind of... But those people were... Yeah, but they were, those people were also super passionate because they were torturing them and stuff like that, and they were just... They hated it. They hated doing it. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to see that happen, like, the people from that tribe of diviners, like, come and go on the quest with them, but then they were wiped out, and I hated that. Like, I, I wanted to see their stories keep going. Yeah. And they, they, it didn't. Um, pause. Uh, friends here with pizza. Yeah, we're gonna take a quick break. Okay, we're back. We're back. We got some pizza, but we haven't eaten it yet because Georgie won't let me. I mean, we could just say we ate it because. Ah, we've ate it. We've eaten it. Uh, studio magic. Ah, I got my grated Parmesan cheese. Yeah. Shout out to Mellow Mushroom. This Sponsor is not a sponsor. <laughs> this is not a sponsor, Dad, but it, you know, if you want to give us some money. Um, so just like wrapping up here, I feel like we did a lot of work uh, trashing Anon, who is full deserving of it. But to be fair, I think it's good to have a character that we hate, that a character that is written well enough to hate. Exactly. He was like yeah. the catalyst for this whole thing. If like if we came on here and we were like, oh, he was written so sweetly. Why did he have to be the bad guy? I don't think that would be a good thing yeah. to say. And, like, to be fair, I hated Amari up until, like, maybe, the, like, after the first hundred pages. See, Amari, I don't know. I kind of like her. I like how gentle she was. She was like, oh, I'm a princess. I like eating, I, and I don't understand the world. And then she was, like, watching her best friend get murdered. And I know there's nothing she could do, but, like, oh, my gosh. She was just like, I feel sick to my the tummy. The only thing was, like, she was watching her best friend murdered getting murdered and she knew it was gonna happen and she was like oh I need to I need to do something and then she did it and then she was like oh I need to do something ah she, was like, ah, ah, she got murdered and then like she, like what type of like crackpot plan was it she just went into the general's room like snatched the scroll and was like I don't know what the hell this is or what it does but I'm just gonna run away I honestly I did like her I understood why Zaylee did not I understood yeah. completely. Because she completely stood for everything that, like, yeah. was the reason they, they didn't were know her. even there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, sorry, listeners, I'm eating some Parmesan cheese because we have not or have eaten the Mellow Mushroom Pizza. Um, Darcy's doing something with her Midori Sour. I don't Ooh. know what it is. Ooh. Oh, she just took that shit like a shot. Wow, okay, that's a lot. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I really liked her, and I like Zane. I feel like Zane, he was, obviously, he was a main character, but he wasn't explore, ex- explored as much as, I don't think, he didn't have a POV. He didn't have a POV. Oh, okay. That's also, why Also, another so... thing, they have POVs in the book. They switches between Zaylee and Amari. Amari. And Amari. I felt like Zane totally deserved a POV. He did. I did not realize he didn't have one. I and was I like, didn't I like hear... it. Yeah. I wanted to know what he was thinking. I wanted to know that, you know, he thought Amari was Bay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if you're going to give a non POV, you need to give Zane a POV. I think Zane really deserved one. Yeah. Mm. But he was still written really well, even though we couldn't see, like, what was in his head. Exactly. Um, even though I didn't like how that tribe was introduced. I really did like Zoo's people. I loved 
what how they were how they were different from everybody else fighting they truly wanted to be peaceful people um i love baba yeah i love mama agba yeah when we got that that shift we thought she was a normal we thought she was a normal bits at the beginning and then she wasn't she said i I was a magi that was i mean we clearly saw that coming because like clearly like why would she even care um, I like that they were teaching the girls how to fight with staffs. I like the yeah. the kind of ideology that like staffs can wound, but I, they won't like kill. I feel like we should have seen Yemi get beat the fuck up, but you know whatever. Yeah, because Yemi was ridiculous. She was. Yeah. Um, and Yemi's just like a like a side character at the beginning of the book. I don't know if we talked literally about first time they used. Um, yeah, I so I like that. I really liked uh, kind of like the the development of Zaylee and Amari's friendship. Yeah. Because, like... And also their strengths as people. Yeah, and, like, the understanding. Mm-hmm. Like, when we found out that, like, like her and Anon had to, like, spar each other with... spar with each other with she swords and stuff. Yeah. That was so, like, I literally shed a tear. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, the king is a trash man. Dude, I could feel myself crying at some of those parts. Like, getting a little teary-eyed at some yeah. of those parts. Especially with Baba. Bro. Oh. oh, and when the mom and her, when they get, she thinks it's the god. She thinks yeah. it's uh, Oya. Yeah, Oya and is it's, her god. It's not. It's her mama. It's her mama. That made me very emotional. When the dad was talking about how the mom would be proud and how like he needs them to go, when he was like pushing them on their quest, because you know she was like, I can't do this, and, he was, and like, she's like, This is the first I've ever seen. It was eight o'clock was. in the morning. I was on the way to work, listening to the audiobook crying um, in my car. I was like, bro, I can't not. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. I feel like a good place to end would be like kind of like a dissection of like greater societal themes. Because I felt like this book, more so than a lot of other fantasy books, has a, it, it's kind of based in reality almost. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. clearly people aren't like mad jayi and diviners. Yeah. Um, power of bitch. But even, like, uh, the the language they speak, Yoruba, is, like, a real language. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, like, culture in it. I just love that. Yeah. Um, there's a big emphasis on colorism. Yeah, and that's yeah. a big thing in the black community. And a lot of communities of color, not even particularly the black community, but, like, especially in, like, Africa, um, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a big problem in society, like, with skin bleaching mm-hmm. and just, like, you know, lighter-skinned people being seen as noble as opposed to darker-skinned people. That one line really stuck out, out to me. It was um, in, in Anand's point of view when they were in the village. Mm-hmm. And they stopped that one woman. She was an old woman, and they were trying to get information out of her. And he notices her lighter complexion, and he makes a comment that it looks like a noble plate in the mud. And you can just tell right away... Even before that, but you can just honestly tell, like, how they feel about darker-skinned people in general. Yeah. So. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of emphasis on colorism. Even on Yemi, she was also very, like, She was all, yeah, and then she was, and you should so clearly. Just from the very beginning, you can tell that, um, like you said, like, they connect lighter skin tones with nobles, and Zaylee makes that comparison to Yemi and like the guards yeah um and then 
I just feel like another thing that was interesting about it was like kind of like this cycle of violence, how there was never any peace, right? Because like the Kosidan felt like they were being oppressed by the Magi when the Magi had powers and then they they rose up and they became the ruling class and then they were oppressing the marginalized people and even at the end when Zelly does that like extreme like awesome all powerful like Yoruba incantation blood magic with blood magic and she like brings back all the magic that that cycle's gonna continue yeah like that second book is gonna be a giant civil war because now mm -hmm. both both sides have powers mm -hmm. and so like that would that's just gonna be what it is and the biggest thing has been like the like their whole quest is um trying to bring power back but when they get close to it then they realize, especially Zaley, realizes that, like, there will just constantly be a power struggle. Yeah. Because she doesn't want the power to fall into the wrong hands. Exactly. And Anon makes the comment, when they break her out, and, like, it's diviners breaking her out, he talks about how there's only three diviners fighting, and all these soldiers are just going down like flies. Yeah. They're just going down so easily. And it's just power struggle. Again, like, it's never... At least in this book, it's never going to be fixed. Exactly. Um, another theme that can go without saying is like classism, mm -hmm. prejudice, and like inequality. Like clearly, mm -hmm. um, the wealth gap is like clearly the noble class is doing fine, and the, mm -hmm. the poor just get poorer. And even outside, it's just so bad in the book because it's outside of even just the the um, the diviner class. Even like regular people, the the Kosidan people that the yeah. regular Kosidan people. Baba was a regular person. Exactly. Zane's a regular person. They also get taxed just because they have a diviner in their family. Exactly. But aside from that, they think Mama Agua is a regular person. And they still like outside of the nobility, everybody else is treated like garbage. Yeah. And he just was not a ruler for all of his mm -mm. people. Clearly, he just did not give a he crap about he anybody. He only cared about Admiral Kyle. He only cared about power. And her. Oh, yeah. He was definitely having sex. <laughs> he was definitely sleeping with the Admiral. Mother, mother was like... And the mom knew. and that She was, was just like... That's why she was, skin lighter. That's why she was also so god-awful to the she girl. Was, yeah, because literally. her husband was like screwing the, the Admiral. So yeah. she was like mad all the time. Literally. But... She loved... She loved Anon. Yeah. But the daughter, she was just like, girl, uh, make your skin look good. Yeah, because also, like, that's that tradition thing yeah. where, like, sons bring pride and oh, the, yeah. the girls, like, have to, uh, the girls have to do so much work to but make But even, value. like, Amari knew that she was going to be a queen. It's never, it's not stated until it's stated, but she states it herself that she will be the next ruler. Yeah. Even though everyone talks about the whole book that Anon's going to be the next ruler. But Amari was like, no, fam. No, it's going to be me. It I killed my papa. So yeah. it's going to be me. Um, Sorry, let's start his cat. Also, another th theme. She's messing with stuff. Liz. She's we're a talker, working. but she's deciding not to talk right now. We're working. Um, Another interesting thing I saw online was between uh faith and tradition. Mm -hmm. um, it's touched on a little bit, but, you know... The, the king was so worried about the magic, like the magic, mm -hmm. and like, and like the connection between the gods and the the people, that like he distanced his 
people away from like religion. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know, like Zelly when she was like cursing or something, she'd be like, "Oh gods," you know. Or or and uh, Mario would be like skies. Skies because yeah. she was supposed to be and like. And they say she cusses like a noble. Yeah, because they were supposed to be like. They were supposed to detach themselves from religion. I mm-hmm. thought that was very interesting. And then mm-hmm. there's just like very subtle things that were just like boom, like like right there. That was very interesting. There's just so much to unpack here. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, I feel like we could ramble on and on about this. We book. honestly could. I think y'all should just read the book. Or honestly, if you've made it this far, you have. And you're either agreeing with us or saying we're dumb dumbs for exactly. having the opinion that we have. I feel but like if okay. anybody listens to this and... I've had two majorities out. Sorry, keep going. If anybody listens to this and they have something to say about what we're saying, um, you can definitely, like, say something to us. Yeah. Um, um, we'll soon have social medias that we can link here. We can link our personal social medias. Yeah. For right now. Yeah. You can definitely, like, you know, DM us and say something. Maybe we can revisit this once we read book two. Which we should definitely do. Definitely. I really want to see what happens. Exactly. Then um, we can revisit this and then, like, address concerns. If we get 100 listeners, we'll review book two. Because we might be on a different genre at that point. But if we just get 100. Yeah, and if y'all want to hear it, yeah. we can review book two. Yeah. Um, social medias. My personal Twitter is Kalita Delia. K-E-L-L-I-T-A-D-E-L-I-A. Very amazed I could do that. Yeah. And my... I don't know what social media is like. I only use Instagram. I don't really care Instagram. My Insta is at jar underscore the number two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you have anything to say about our comments here, um, you can DM us. My Twitter handle is also the same as my Instagram. Yes. Um, next week we're going to do The Lost Heroes. The Lost Heroes, which is the second series of the Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson series. The and the Olympians. Uh-huh. I love you, Rick. Boop-boop. That's the author. I love Rick. Uh kisses, smooches from a misters. And we're gonna talk about That's that. That was Kelly's pick. That was my poppy. Um, I don't know what we're drinking yet, but it's gonna be something good. And golden. I'm by Harry Styles. Uh golden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like this is where we should end. And eat our pizza. Yeah, thank you for listening. I'm sorry if this was a mess, but we will get back We this. hope you liked it. Well, definitely some nerves in here, but we hope you liked it to the two people who are listening to it, um, which will be myself and probably a friend. Um, we're very grateful if anybody is listening to this, and we hope you enjoyed our personal opinions. Yeah. Tell me if you ever hear this. We're sorry. <laughs> Okay, I'm ending. Oop, I'm still recording. Wait, hold on. Oh,